Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mommy Money Matters with yours truly, Alma Espericueta Bowen. In our last episode, we talked about what to do with the stimulus funds we were receiving. And for me, it's really how to monetize that free money and make it grow for you. I was asked about investment accounts because I touched on some last episode and the difference between these accounts. What I want you to know is that even though I'm giving you this information, I strongly recommend that you do your due diligence and research all these types of accounts because what I'm talking about and what we did for my family could be totally different for you. So your needs for your family will be different than my needs for my family. And also, consider the goals that you have. Do you have a short-term goal when it comes to money? Do you have mid-term, long-term goals? You know, um, and how these accounts can benefit and help you out achieving these goals. So you want to have all of that in place because they all serve a purpose. But I also want you to understand how they all work. And although I'm giving you bits and pieces of information, I would recommend that you do your research as well. Let's talk about the different investments that are out there. So I mentioned mutual funds in our last episode, and I also mentioned a Roth IRA. For my husband and I, we felt it necessary to have more than one stream of income uh, for us. So when we retire, not only do we have already an Index Universal Life product in place, we also now have a mutual fund account in place for ourselves and we also have a Roth IRA as well for individually. That's for us because again, you want to have multiple streams of income when you get to retirement. You don't want to re- rely on maybe a one single income. I mentioned the three-legged stool also in our last episode where a lot of the baby boomers that were um, retiring in the past few years, they were counting on their savings account, they were counting on their social security, and they were counting on their retirement plan. Um, But some of these are going away. For example, the pension was one of their retirement plans and not a lot of companies offer the pension. So that's a lot for us to consider, which is why I say do your due diligence. What what do you want products to do for you long-term? For us, for retirement, we want to be able to live the same lifestyle we have without having to worry about running out of money as we get older and having to rely or depend on our children to support us. For our kids, we want to make sure that they have money for the future, for, you know, if they want to go to college, for if they want to, you know, get married, if they want to buy property. For us, that's also important. For our child with special needs, I have, for me, it's a touchy subject, this special needs category, because I don't want my son to rely on the government for financial support. When it came to me finding out that I can um, file for certain 
funds to be um, issued for, to my son to help with his care and whatnot. I didn't think it was a big deal. And I went ahead and requested those forms, went to the social security office. But unfortunately, I was very disappointed because you actually have to look like you are completely broke for them to even say you qualify for what? Maybe six, seven hundred dollars. Well, I said, thanks, but no thanks. I rather put a plan in place for my child for when he is of age or like when he reaches the adulthood years that he will have money in an account that can support him for the rest of his life. And that's what we decided to do. But not just with him, but that was the main reason why we started his account first. Because with him, we couldn't get other products because of his diagnosis of um, having Down syndrome. So what did we do? We found other ways. There's so many things we out there. There's so many accounts out there. We don't have to worry about whether my son's going to get Social Security or not. Or SSI, you know, once he turns 18. If they give it to him, good. If they don't, you know what? It's okay. He doesn't need it. And that's the financial freedom we want for ourselves and our children. So going back to the investment accounts. We went with mutual funds, like I mentioned, for our children and one for ourselves. And each account had a different purpose. For example, the children's, they're pretty much, I would say, midterm to long-term accounts to where the money will not be accessed, we will not touch it. We want the money to compound and grow for when they are ready to start college, university, you name it, there's money there. I don't have to worry about my kids having to qualify for scholarships for this, that, and the other, applying for all kinds of stuff just because they are this, they are that. No, I want them to not have to rely on any of this and be able to have these accounts work for them and support them and continue to grow with them as well. So we did that. But let me talk to you about all the options you have. You have money market accounts, you have mutual fund accounts, you have index universal life product accounts out there, you have fixed index accounts, you have fixed index annuity accounts, you have variable annuity accounts, you have a little bit of everything. So the main difference now from a money market account to a mutual fund is that the money market account usually is issued to you by your bank. They're FDIC insured, so they're given to you by either banks or credit unions. The interest rates are low. They're not meant to make you rich, you know. And on a side note to that, these accounts are not your get-rich-quick type of accounts. Unless you're winning the lottery, that's the only way I see you getting rich quick because that's the only way you can it can happen. Or you in inherit you know money from a loved one that passed but for the most part these accounts are meant to grow and build for when you are ready to use them so for our children these index accounts, these actual mutual fund accounts will be sitting in there for a while they also have index universal life accounts as well that they will sit there for a while so we're already changing the legacy in our family i come from low to middle income family. My husband comes from actually 
middle to I would say a little bit of a high class family when it comes to money because his dad was really good with investing and whatnot um, so they're financially okay but not everybody comes from a well-off family so who am I talking to I'm talking to those families that want to make a difference in their family that want to change the legacy they want to now have generational wealth and continue that for generations to come that's who I'm talking to why because we don't think about this stuff we don't think about us having the power and potential to change generations so that money is no longer an issue or money is not perceived as evil I came across somebody on a TikTok account who was devastated, who was going through a lot of health issues and financial issues. And that individual said that they despised and hated money, although all they did was to work for it, to have better job, better career, better home, better everything. But what did it end up doing to him is making him sick and now actually getting him in debt to where he can't see his way out and I'm hoping and praying that he actually he finds a reason to to um, move past that and change his thoughts about money because money is not the root of all evil and I see it and I hear it and they say it constantly it is not it actually can become the root of all evil in the hands it's in but if you're one that is generous and loves to help families in need then guess what? You'll be blessed in, a, in abundance with money for you to be able to do just that. But if you are looking at money with like, give me more and more and the more you make, the more you want and it's never ending, never stopping. You never are happy, satisfied. You just keep going for more. Guess what? You burn yourself out. And also in the process, you get sick. So money is not the root of all, of all evil money is like oxygen we need it to survive we need it to pay our rent to pay our bills to buy food to feed ourselves to clothe ourselves so it is needed to survive that's why i say it's like oxygen we need the oxygen we breathe to survive that's the same concept so how do we change this mentality well it's in how you see money working for you we all have been taught to go to school get a good education get a job and work that job until we retire and then live live off of that retirement but that's changing a lot of us now don't want a job we want to have a business we want to run a business that's going to generate us an income a lot of us see ourselves um, doing more than just working for somebody else and making somebody else money. We want to make money for our families. So that is completely changing. That mindset is changing. Although you do have some people that are loyal and love what they do. And hey, more props to them. If they love what they do career-wise or if they're in a job that they are in love with, kudos to them. I was there once and... I didn't have a happy ending, so which is why I turned into starting my own business, coaching others about money, because at one point I had enough 
and more than what I needed, but I wasn't given the proper tools to invest it, make it grow and make it work for me. And what I ended up doing is working for my money. So this is where we're gonna change the thought process. So when it comes to what options do you have for investing your money, think about what you wanted to do for you. Again, long-term, short-term, mid-term, whatever that may be. For example, mid-term goal, you wanna buy a house in five years, but you only have, let's say 10, 15, 20,000 uh, sitting in a bank. Well, if it sits there for five years, what are the chances that that money is going to double for you by sitting in a checking or a savings account? None. None whatsoever. Why? Because checking accounts, you're not getting any interest on it. And savings accounts, you're actually getting that one, what, maybe like a 0.00145 or 295, whatever that may be, depending on the bank or the credit union. So your money is not really growing. It's just sitting there. And it's sitting there and being utilized by the bank to invest in the stock market. They make money on your money and put it back in your bank account and say, thank you very much and move along. So why not skip the bank? Why not put that money where it's going to work for you where you can see, let's say five years, you want to have enough for a down payment, where that five, 10, 15, $20,000 can double, triple, or quadruple by the time you need it, and have enough to not only pay for your closing costs, the down payment, furnish your home, and have extra for the emergency fund that you need. Doesn't that sound like a better plan? Well, there are accounts out there. All you have to do is consult with a financial professional, coach, advisor, you name it, whatever you want to call it, and get guidance. But just because I'm having you consult does not mean you don't go back and do your research. Always do your research. You do also have, I mentioned the mutual fund accounts. What's the difference between a money market account and a mutual fund? Well, a mutual fund you can get with any um, financial services companies available that are offering them. We have tons of them. I personally work with over 150 of the A-plus rated companies. So it really depends on the family's needs. But find what it is, what are the options, what, what are the interest rates, and also you got to think about the risk tolerance, you know. Um, are you low risk, medium risk, high risk? What is it that you want when it comes to the tolerance? If you're needing the aggressiveness, because let's say in five years you want to have enough money for your down payment for your home, then yeah, you're going to go ahead and put that money into and invest it in an aggressive account and have a coach guide you and show you what the potential is. If you want it for college, for your children, okay, well, there's other accounts, maybe medium risk because you want some growth, you know, but let's say you want whatever money you have currently just to be there and be safe and protected into where you're not losing any money. Well, you have the low risk accounts that are making you some money, but it's not, um, the interest is not very high, but it's enough for you to maintain it and keep it to where you're not losing any money either. So it really depends on what you want to do with that money, how you want to invest it. Like I mentioned, you have products out there like the Index Universal Life product that, um, or account that can not only give you, I call it my twofer because it's a two for one deal, not only 
you get life insurance product uh, coverage on it, but you also have within this account a savings component where your money can grow in a savings account at a decent interest rate. And I'm talking decent, saying about a 5% and up max and cap at maybe like a 11 to a 12 right now. But where else can you get these type of interest rates? You know, nowhere, really. Look it up unless you're being aggressive then I can see that being a potential. But for the most part, um, the interest rates on most investment accounts are anywhere between a four to four and a half, possibly a five. So with that being said, do your research, check, find out what your goals are. What do you want it to do for you? Do you have an account right now with your, you know, maybe your employer or with your bank and you want to review it? Go ahead, review it, find out what it's doing for you. If it's not doing what you want it to do for you, then make uh, the necessary changes. Reposition that money into an account that it's going to grow to the extent you want it to or the potential that it can grow for you for your needs and for your family's needs. What's really important is that you keep an eye out. You actually inspect what you expect. So if you're expecting a certain dollar amount by X amount of years, that you're constantly checking your account, that you're not just getting your statements and putting them in a drawer and letting them do whatever. Us as coaches and professionals, financial professionals, we like to meet with our clients annually to show them the performance and they, you know, the clients in turn decide whether they want to add more money to the account or leave it as is or maybe move some money around whatever that may be it's really important that you stay in touch with these financial professionals because they are making your money work for you to where you're not working for your money and believe it or not if you do it right and you're young if I'm talking to anybody that's between 20 to 25 right now even 30 if you do it right you can actually work your job and make that money and put that money in an investment account where it can generate you maybe maybe 10, 15 years down the road, even 20 years down the road, enough money to replace your income to where now you no longer have to work at J-O-B. What you can do now is live off of that income that has grown in these accounts and live off of the interest. There are accounts that can do that for you. All you have to do is ask questions, research, and find out what is best for you and your family. Because what is best for me and my family is not the same for you. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and leave you. What I do want to talk about next round is about the differences and um life insurance because I did mention it and I haven't touched on that either but I know that it's really important especially because of the year we just had and I know that there's still a remnant of it in 2021 hopefully 2022 is a lot better but I still want to cover all of that information and maybe the second or third episode coming up after this one we will be touching on a little bit more about debt how to um, what options do you have what should you know? What you should be doing? What you shouldn't be doing? Um, can you take care of it yourself? Should you hire somebody else, a third-party contractor, to help you with this? The do's and don'ts on it, or the pros and cons about it. So, until then, stay tuned. Have a blessed day.